praise the Lord, my soul. Hallelujah. Greetings to you, dear listener, and welcome to the new episode of Time with Father Felix on Apostolate Podcast 12, Sunday, 5th September 2021. In company with you today is Mary Auntie, your Apostolate sister. Praise the Lord, my soul. The God of Jacob keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who were bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers. The fatherless and the widow, the Lord sustains. But the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, through all generations. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, my soul. Taking from the book of Psalms, chapter 146, verses 2 10. A lovely greetings to you once again, dear listener, and welcome to Time with Father Felix. The peace of the Lord be with you. Today is the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 4 to 7. James chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. Mark chapter 7, verse 31 to 37. Invitation to us to become humble instruments of healing in Jesus' hands. The Jews are returning to their homeland, decades of exiles in Babylon. Their arrival causes great friction with the other tribes already there, especially the Edomites. Hence, Isaiah reminds the Israelites that when God leads his people home, he will work miracles on behalf of those who needed most blind, deaf, lame, mute persons. He assures them that God blesses their return and that they should be confident and not fearful. He opens his prophetic admonition with one of the most frequent biblical commands, Fear not. The life-giving streams of water bursting forth in the desert symbolize whatever is needed to achieve peace, fullness of life. The prophet gives the Israelites the assurance that God will continue to save them from their enemies, will open their eyes to the reality of what he is providing for them, and will open their eyes to what he has to tell them through his priests and prophets. In the second reading, we see practical pastorality. James points out to the members of the church that they should treat others, whether they are rich or poor, with equal honor and courtesy. James is reaching to real hurts inflicted on real people and calling real Christians to a higher level of charity and responsibility. He exposes the sad irony of Christians giving special consideration to someone who is fashionably dressed and wearing good rank, good rank, 
while shaming the poor man in his shabby dress. The poor man, Jim says, is poor in the eyes of the world, but rich in faith because he recognizes his dependence on God for everything. James insists that Christians should show no partiality. In a society like ours, with various people who have much money, great power, or celebrity status, uniform or others, James turns our culture upside down. The point is treat everyone you meet with respect. In the gospel, we see human touch and the symbolism of baptism. This section of Mark's gospel begins with the healing of a deaf man and ends with the healing of a blind man in a non-Jewish area of Decapolis. Jesus shows his tender consideration for the weak by leading the dumb man away from the crowd so as not to embarrass him. The miracle indeed is described in seven ritual-like steps. One, Jesus leads the man away from the crowd. Two, puts his fingers into the man's ear. Three, spits on his own fingers. Four, touches the man's tongue with the spittle. Four, looks to heaven. Five, sighs. Six, sp seven, speaks the healing command. A father be open. Why does Jesus carry out this ritual? Why in other miracles? Why in other miracles he simply speaks a word or touches the individual? It is probably because the dumb man cannot hear Jesus' voice or express his needs. People of people believe of those days that the spectre of holy men had curative properties. The early church fathers associated this healing with baptism, so that baptism, the priest touched our ears and mouths, that we might hear the word of God and speak about Christ to others. God's love in action. What we see is not simply a healing of a physical defect, but a sign of God's transforming power of love. The power of God's love is working in our lives to transform sorrow into joy, sickness into health, death into new life. The miracle is not only about the physical healing of person who was damp and deaf. It also points to the opening of a person's ear so that he may hear the word of God and loosening of his tongue so that he may speak his profession of faith in Jesus. Again, a challenge for the church. All the three readings speaks, speak of God who is special to the voiceless and the afflicted. Today, however, many of us have lost the ability to recognize the voice of God calling us for action in the modern world. We are asked to give hearing and voice to the deaf and mute. A church that is to bear witness to the example of Jesus, Jesus' love, and must not neglect those who are bowed down. Instruction to keep silence. Why did Jesus ask the man to keep silence? 
Jesus knew that he still had more to accomplish before his final showdown with the religious leaders in Jerusalem. If the crowds were to attempt to make him a leader of a revolt, a probably result of spreading the story of the healing around, it would spoil his heavenly father's plan. My dear brothers and sisters, we need to help Jesus to heal the deaf and the mute today. Just like Francis of Assisi, Father Damien, Vincent de Paul, Mother Teresa, we are invited to become voices for the voiceless. Secondly, we need to allow Jesus to heal our spiritual deafness and muteness. We may find it hard to speak to God in prayers and harder still to hear him speaking to us through the Bible and through the church. Moreover, let us bring Jesus' holy word effort to the generation blighted by materialistic culture, aggression of our time. In the world where there is no place for God, in real life, school, markets, politics, courtrooms, one cannot speak of virginity and faithfulness in marital life without contemptuous love from others. We need the words, Ephata be open, do not fear. He has done all things well. Let us pray. God the Father, you redeem us and make us your children in Christ. Look upon us and give us true freedom and bring us to the inheritance you promise. Amen. I still remain your servant, Reverend Father Felix Shebafo. The peace of the Lord be with you. Amen and Amen. The peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit too, Father Felix. Thank you ever so much for being with us today too. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom and cured every disease among the people. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. Dear listener, God bless you for being in company with us today on Time with Father Felix. This has been your apostolic sister, Mary Auntie. Thank you very much and have a blessed Sunday in the Lord. Until you hear from us again in the next episode of Time with Father Felix.